suck at golf and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Or if you're new, welcome to the podcast. Today we have an incredible episode where I sit down with three teammates of mine to talk cheating in women's golf. But before we hear from them, let's hear from Anchor. I'm sitting down with Savannah, Georgia, and Emma from my golf team. We're Division I golfers at Hofstra University, and today we're going to address cheating and some experiences we have. So Savannah's going to kick it off because she had a story. Um, Tell us about it. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about, it was one of my first tournaments when I was 13 years old. Um, After the first day, I was down by about four strokes, and I was pretty upset. I played pretty bad. And the whole time after the tournament round, I was talking with my dad. He talked it through with me and told me, I still have a chance. I just need to fight hard, get through it, and finish strong. And that's what I did the second day. The second day, I went out there, and the girl who was beating me by about four strokes, I came in three strokes ahead of her. I beat her by a decent amount. I'd say three strokes is a good amount Mm -hmm. to have been in the lead by. I come in, and I was not keeping her score at the time. We were in a threesome. The other girl who was keeping her score shot about 130, so she was not <laughs> she was not keeping good score because she's a little bit more concerned about her own game at the moment. So we That was such all a nice way to put that. There's really Truly, not. that was really a nice way to put that. Yeah, I, I did my best. But, um, so we went into the scoring table... And I had her at three strokes. My dad kept her score. I did was not keeping her score at the time because I was keeping the other girl's score who was shooting 130. The girl who was shooting 130 was keeping her score. So I did not have her scores written down. And she comes in one stroke ahead of me. I worked my butt off that day. And she, the, the fact that she came in, I had her by three strokes and she came in one stroke ahead of me just was heartbreaking. I worked my butt off that day and the fact that she had the audacity to come in and pull that really hurts and it still gets to me to this day. It taught me a really strong lesson that hard work, it pays off, but you just can't let people take advantage of you, especially when it comes to golf. Golf is all about integrity and some people do lack integrity And when you're playing in a group, you need to hold people accountable to stick to that integrity. So my whole recommendation that I always give to people after that experience that I had is when you're in a group of three, four, keep everybody's score so that you can avoid score discrepancies, um, avoid that type of situation from happening to you as well. That's the biggest lesson, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that many people associate girls with very classy golfers and always keeping their cool and (laughs) very honest. But little do you know that all golfers, especially girls, if not are worse than men, um, bubble constant F-bombs under their breath (laughs) and um, have no filter and don't know that red stake. Was that a lateral hazard or was that actually out of bounds? The world may never know. And Sure enough, their scorecard does as well. But um, what do you guys think was some of your best ways of handling a girl cheating? Well, firstly, one of the easiest times for somebody to take advantage of you is when you're having a hard round yourself because you start to lose track of yourself. Therefore, how are you paying attention to somebody else so meticulously? You're so focused on yourself. So 
it's really hard to keep track sometimes, and it is your job as a player to be confrontational if you see something. It's our job to protect the entire field, not just yourself. Um, and being complicit in that kind of action isn't okay. Um, I so, think, like, with that, too, though, it's, like, most of the time, if you confront someone, they're gonna tell they you that they, like, did it. They're gonna, yeah. be like, they're gonna be like, oh, sorry, I miscounted or something. Like, half the time, you're not gonna get in an argument. I mean, there are a few times that I have gotten yeah. in an argument, but it's, like, <laughs> they're gonna give up because it's, like, when they know they're in the wrong, there's so much that they can hold in, and then they're mm-hmm. like, okay, never mind. Like, yeah, I must have misscored or whatever. And would it's anybody like, like to hear a hysterical story? You know, I would, I, I would love to. I actually caught a girl on the putting green throw her ball marker. Ooh. Throw her ball marker, like, a good 10 feet ahead of her freaking putt. And I was so new at the sport at the time that I didn't say anything. I, it was one of my first tournaments. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is that? Or, like, the classic push-shove ball mark. Push. I'm going to push it. because well, you have, like, a two-foot putt, but that two-footer becomes a one-and-a-half-footer. It's, like, it's, like, it's like that .5 inches is going to do you so much good. It's it's ridiculous. Some of the things that people do to, to make themselves feel better on the course instead of just owning what is is kind of unbelievable. But really the only way to solve it is to be confrontational and to really, you know, just on the spot. Like, you have to, on the spot, be like, No. And making sure that you're also keeping track after every individual hole is important as well. Like, I know I'm prone to it and people might find it annoying, but I'm like, I had this, what did you have after every single hole? Because when you start to fall behind, then you don't remember and then you can't actually prove that something happened. At the end of a round, when you're like, no, you made a six, not a five, like, you can't actually, you can't prove that at the end of a round. You have to do it after every hole. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree with that. I just know that even if you're in first place, you're leading a tournament, you're in the group, you are responsible for, for protecting the field. As was said earlier, you, you're, other people are fighting for that second place, that third place. And if you're complacent in letting other people cheat or bend the rules to get away with something then people aren't deserving that second, third place. Even if it's you're not really involved, it's just morally what's correct. And you've been in that place where you're fighting for second and third, where you would have liked other people to be standing that ground too. Yeah. I have, like, I have a funny story, actually, but this is about a guy who, um, like, my high school used to have tournaments and stuff, and this guy... You like like what you said. You need to fight for what you like want or like what you think is right, kind of a thing. So there was a tournament, and a rules official gave a ruling with the cart path, like let the guy drop the ball or whatever. And then at the end of the round, they gave him a one stroke penalty or whatever it was because he didn't take a legal drop. And he was yelling in front of everyone to the rules official, talk like you don't know what you're talking about. Like if you gave me a legal drop, that's what it is, kind of a thing, and. Everyone's kind of just standing there, like, doesn't know what to do because this guy's just, like, screaming. But it's like he was in the right because it's, like, if a rules official tells you that yeah. it's a right drop, that's yeah. what Why would you argue with a rules official? Yeah, and I'm, he's, like, it's my team that's, like, being placed second instead of first. Like, I could be placed in a way better spot. He's, like, I'm not going to take a ruling from a rules official if it wasn't correct. He goes, that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. So, like, they went back out and everything. But it definitely got a little bit over the top. Like, he was very mouthy with I mean, at that point, your but... ego comes in, and you're like, now I just want to be right. Yeah. I was in a tournament, though, like, when I was in a threesome, and the rules official gave the wrong ruling. I knew she, the girl hit it into a 
the fescue. It was not a hazard at all. It would have, she found the ball, but she was going to play an unplayable, which you have to take two couplings from the ball. The rules official told her she could take two couplings from the fescue. I'm like, no, it's not a hazard. And he had to get another rules official out there and he agreed with me. So honestly, don't always trust the rules official. Maybe get a second ruling if you like really think that the rules official isn't Correct in their ruling. Yep, and don't or trust don't your trust coach. your coach. Know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the rules. Oh, or kidding. The biggest things as well. <laughs> or kidding, but yeah, always keep a rule book in your book in your bag yeah, for sure. That's what I was gonna say too. Great know advice. your rules yourself. Yeah. I think another thing is with cheating is you can always tell who's actually cheating and who's not because sometimes they'll be like oh, I got an eight. And they're like, oh, well, didn't you get a nine? They're like, oh, oh, my bad, right? So maybe they genuinely thought. And you could always tell because in the coming holes after, they will either play way better or way worse. Because if they cheated, odds are they're going to play way worse because it's in their head and yes. now they think someone's on their back. I had experience for the, from that too. I played this summer in a tournament with a girl and I called her out. And she, most people right away, they like give in or like, Oh, yeah, you're right. I had a bogey. She fought with me for a good, like, five minutes about this. And I knew every shot that she hit, she was not going to win that argument. And right after that, she made double, double quad and withdrew. Wow. So it really does get into people's heads. So don't be afraid to call them out because, honestly, don't they have it coming. I, ha- I have a story where I left a girl in tears. That's it- the way to do it. I didn't mean to. This was on her. So, like, she yep. claimed that she got a five, and she got an eight, which is not even a no, little bit. That's so, I walked exactly. her through her shots. She didn't believe me, and that she was tied with me at she this point. She believed you. <laughs> she didn't believe me. She knew exactly what she hit. I yes. held her hand, walked down to the first tee box, and we walked through the hole together. And I stood where she stood. I swung and imitated her, and she knew, like... By the end, that I was so right that she was in tears and crying because she, she couldn't. I'm sorry. I thought it was great because I I knew I was so confident in what I saw and what I remembered that she would fight me just to become right. I don't know. That's the best. Like where you just also like I would also like recommend if you're playing with somebody and you kind of like are aware that they might have a history of cheating mm-hmm. after every hole make sure you go over scores with them like say did you have this shot like, by make shot sure too. and then what i did i took this advice this summer because it can get into your own head sometimes when you're with somebody who's cheating who is a known cheater and like you might be like more focused on their game and like making sure they don't cheat than your own game mm-hmm. so the advice i was given was after each hole you discuss what was had on that hole you write a check mark on your scorecard. It's not so much that it's the check mark, it's the feeling the check mark gives. Like it's done. Mm-hmm. You're moved on now. And then the next hole you can focus on yourself, your own game. And then once you get to the green when the hole is done, again, then you can focus on the other person making sure all the shots are right. Check mark back to your game. And so that like just physical action of making the check mark really like switches your brain from them to yourself so that's like that's good advice yeah i have you ever had an experience where you said oh did you have a seven on this hole and they're like what i had a four and like yes god forbid (laughs) that you hit a wrong flop shot or something they've like literally interrogated you and made you feel so bad for claiming a score by accident you know i mean we're all worried about our own game sometimes we make mistakes 
don't know. No, I think absolutely. It's, I think it's funny, too, because, like, I get a lot of people who, like, when you play in certain groups, like, in the front groups where you all consistently shoot, like, pars, bogeys, stuff, I feel like it's way easier to keep um, track of everyone's score, but then I feel like I get a lot more of, at the very end of the round, when you're going over the scores, they're like, no, I got, like, one stroke less. Like, they just start taking off one yeah, stroke Yeah, like, what are you meant people. to even do? Yeah, because it's like, no, like, I can... I, I feel like I have a great memory, but, like, some people that don't, like, they're going to be like, oh, wait, what? And then it's like, how do you go back to that hole that you played, like, 16 holes ago and go, okay. Well, that's what they do. They wait. Yes. Yeah. They and wait, and then they come back to it. Like, me, I could play a golf course six times, and I couldn't tell you what the first hole looked like. It's like, no, that's not fair. No. Like, you can't do that, and most people won't stand up for themselves and say that. Like, I know I haven't. When somebody's like, oh, no, I got a five on that, I'm like, okay. That you can't do that, and like I've been subject to that where I made that mistake, and don't do it, fight it, do it in front of the rules official. Where you're like, she could have told me that on the whole, why is she doing it now? Yeah, it's not right, and that's why I say everybody keep score if you can. Like, that's the only there's not really much you can do to prevent that because it is very hard to recall right. a whole from three hours ago yeah I also I I had a pretty unique experience in my high school where I had a girl on my team who was prone to this and she gave us as a whole a bad name and I became very very focused on her instead of me um which was really difficult and you know what I'm friends with her I like her as a person I do I think she's a good person I think that she put a lot of pressure on herself and I think that she had outside forces that put a lot of pressure on her. It's not excusable, but I do empathize with her. Um, calling her out was an extremely awkward experience for me, but it had to be done. Because, um, yes, she is competing against the field, but <laughs> she's competing against me for the number one spot, too. So am I going to let her take that from me? No. Yeah. I think I'm also... Not. Like, a coach also has a duty to, like, make sure that their team is doing the right thing. And, like, yeah. like at my old college, there was a whole team that would just do this. Like, they would just take off strokes. They were known and the for coach it. would never say anything. And they were the ones, like, winning everything. And, I mean, they were really good players. It's not like that, mm-hmm. like, they had that many strokes that they were taking off. But they were consistently doing it. And so we had to change the whole field. And we used to just like take one person's score and you just do that one person and because of that one team we had to take everyone's score in our group and like when you're playing in the back groups and you're everyone's shooting 111 to try to keep track of everyone's <laughs> shots just to like oh, yeah. make it so that the other people can keep track and no one cheats it's just like crazy well it's also crazy how you get to the end of a three four day tournament and you know you're up in the hundreds as a team score and you lose by one mm-hmm. where did that one stroke fall and what if that was the game changer yeah so it's hard to swallow, and I think another tip for keeping other people's scores is, at least for me, I stopped saying, oh, I got par on that hole. I got birdie on that hole. Because what if Give you mistake yeah. that par 5 for a par 4, and now your scorecard's all messed up. So definitely always give your number, a whole number. Always. No, no decimals. Um, but yeah. Be very careful checking over scorecards. I mean, oh, yeah. I've been mm. in a situation where... I almost signed, like, an illegitimate scorecard because one girl had one different stroke than me, mm-hmm. like, on her part. Like, it was her stroke, and, like, I almost got DQ'd, and, like, yeah. I had to fight that with the rules official, and I'm like, I just didn't see it. It's, like, it's a very meticulous, tedious process, but it's very much necessary and worth it, and you have to do it. You have to be really, really careful. 
I had golf. <laughs> I had a tournament once. I don't know if you ever played Southern California Junior PGA. Are you talking about that girl that put a thirty six as her? There was no. Oh, okay, I was gonna say the, the last <laughs> hole was a par three, and she put her total score for the nine holes on that par Ooh. three. So she put a thirty six as her score for a par three, and it was just like just oh sad. gosh, yeah. And she yeah. got she was gonna make it to the state, and she didn't make it because of that. Well, I was talking about how we all signed um, scorecards on the 18th hole, like, right after we finished putting. Not at the rules official table where they enter it. (laughs) So, they waltz themselves over. I went home, because God knows I didn't play well that day. I get home, and I'm checking the leaderboard online. Suddenly, that girl's six shots lower than what she signed. She, like, went in the bathroom and, like, had a little racer and went to town or something. Um, what do you do? Do you call them? That's so difficult because you, like, the only, like, way to prevent something like that from happening is literally... You don't. Keeping your eyes on a person until that scorecard is turned in. And, like, that's, like, excessive, honestly. So, I don't really know what to do in that I feel bad for them because there's no way they can sleep at night. Yeah. How desperate are you to have to go in and erase it and I change just, it enough? Just accept that you shot 105 one day. It's fine. I think about what you said, though. The outside forces that really yeah. influence people. Yeah, That's, you do have to look at things individually yeah. as well. Like, you can't just categorize a bunch of people and be like, they are bad people. Like, and it, it, it's not a good thing to do. It's a bad thing to do. But horrible. when you actually do know somebody closely like I have that does that and you know them as a person you know and you know that they're a sweet girl and a really good girl and well, like why do they do golf, this parents parents absolutely you, I have dreaded telling my parents my tournament scores yeah I'm the same because Almost. of the backlash or maybe you know maybe they're not even mad about it but you feel like they're gonna be mad about it so you dread telling them so I know a lot of outside forces impact that and impact your decision making mm-hmm. as a big thing i i think that this should be something that's talked about more in golf because mm-hmm. in team sports your outside influences are your teammates mostly they're your coach your parents aren't are involved but they're not as involved parents in individual sports like golf are a really big influencer and impact on you mm-hmm. with the way you play with how they criticize you it should be talked about more it should be less of a thing for parents to be on your case the way they are in golf because it really just put a lot of pressure on what you don't think is young at the time but very young kids 14 15 16 even 17 years old is young to be having that much parental pressure on you for a sport yeah that causes you to do bad things i think parents need to remember not every child is like tiger woods precisely not every child is going to react to yelling and excessive amounts of hours of practice for me that does work um, for you, I'm guessing nope. that doesn't work. Doesn't work. Um, Lay off me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, anything else anyone ha- oh. would like to add? I just want to say, like, I used to get so much more pressure than I do now from my parents. I'm playing better now than I ever have. So that type of pressure, like you said, it doesn't work for everybody. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's what's weighing these kids down. Just be careful the type of pressure that you're putting on your kids because it can lead to adverse effects. Like, bad behavior. Down- cheating and honestly that could have impacts in the real outside world of golf you might emotional distress that honestly and like, you might <laughs> blur the lines of what's right and wrong in the real world too like you're starting to do in golf it's just careful about the line that's being drawn 
And I think cheating all ties into the fact that the mental aspect of golf is so extremely important and needs to be taken care of first before anything else. Because if you're mentally tough, you're not compelled to cheat. (laughs) And that's that. Well, thank you, ladies, for sitting down to chat. It was very fun. And I'm sure someone listening um, will stop cheating or will know (laughs) how to handle uh, cheaters in their future rounds. Hopefully not. But um, thank you again. Huge thanks to these ladies for hopping on the podcast and being vulnerable with their experiences. It was awesome to hear different perspectives and how to handle it and hopefully can help you in future rounds of competitive play. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it five stars and follow me on social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one.